Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknet. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. Howdy, Beast Slayers. Welcome to another episode of The Miracle Moment. So now it is time to continue our series on the 10 mistakes you might be making in implementing the Migraine Miracle Plan. If you missed the first episode where we covered our first mistake, uh, you can go back and listen to that one, and we'll link it in the show notes. Today we are going to uh, move to mistake number two. And what is mistake number two, Jen? Mistake number two is neglecting lifestyle factors. All right, another big one. Um, mm-hmm. So this is super common uh, for folks to come in and focus exclusively on the food piece. Um, and there are probably a whole lot of reasons for that. Uh, number one, it's it's something very tangible. Um, it's something that gets a lot of attention. Uh, there's a lot to like take in and do with it because mm-hmm. there are a lot of components. Um, it's uh, oftentimes a big Uh, transition for folks and it matters a lot right because so the whole guiding principle behind all of this is to reduce the amount of evolutionary mismatch in our lives meaning the mismatch between our current modern habitat and the one that we evolved in for um, a couple million years as humans and of course food is a big part of that because what we eat has changed immensely uh, for the average person starting about 10,000 years ago as we began farming and then accelerated rapidly over the past hundred years during the industrial revolution and the creation of uh, all sorts of processed foods so it's a biggie it has a huge impact Mm -hmm. on our health so not surprising that it's going to get a lot of focus however it is by far uh, not the only thing our brains don't just expect a certain range of foods, but it also expects other things like to be physically active and it expects us to be sleeping seven to nine hours per night um, and for our sleep and wake cycles to be regulated by the rise and fall of the sun and for that to be consistent from one day to the next. And it expects stress hormones to course through our veins only once in a great while in the setting of a real life-threatening emergency. Um, rather than daily in response mm-hmm. to imagined threats uh, in our minds. So it's important not just to think about what we're eating, but are we doing things like incorporating regular physical activity and returning to an ancestral pattern of movement? Are we spending time outside? Are we getting the amount of sunlight that is absolutely essential for our health? Um, are we sleeping consistently? And if not, are we doing things to work towards that goal? Um, are we working towards you know, uh, severing the connection between our thoughts, uh, especially incessant worry and anxiety over our physio- physiology? Again, a lot, of, a lot of potential things to work on, but also they, each one rep- represents a potential avenue of significant improvement. So um, they see them as opportunities, not problems. And this also gets at the fact that this is a holistic approach to health and to migraine care. We're not listen, we're not looking at any one single isolated thing, but everything that matters. And I think that is the biggest shortcoming of not just uh, modern medicine's approach to migraine, but modern medicine's approach to everything, is that uh, we have focused on a very narrow uh, slice of the things that matter and have missed all of these other things that matter and that can really radically improve 
our health and well-being. And that's one of the great benefits of the Beastlayer Training Academy. I know a lot of people have found that you are able to really dig deeper into a lot of these topics in the in the training academy. Right. And so people are really able to kind of take a look at those areas. Right. I'll also say that most of the time when I do coaching calls with people, mm-hmm. um, their tendency is to focus on the food piece. Right. And more often than not, they've got that pretty well dialed in. And it's almost always other lifestyle factors or other factors that are being neglected that they focus on that really then move them forward. And so we actually went over these 10 mistakes in our Facebook group uh, with our Facebook group members. And um, we had some great comments from folks in the group about this particular mistake that I wanted to share. And they actually all happen to be Migrant Neverland members. And I think, again, part of that comes from the fact that they are able to dig into these mm-hmm. these mistakes so much more um, in the Beastlayer Training Academy. But Dina says, I have found this to be a huge in my recovery. I had never realized how much my sleep habits played a part in my headaches. I have found that lack of sleep to be one of the things to throw me into a headache. I am so extremely protective about my sleep now that my kids make fun of me. And I would say the same for us. We are so protective of our sleep. Yeah, that's uh, so essential. I'll read the next one from Margaret, who says, Agreed. Sleep is a huge factor in my recovery. I bought an aura ring, listened to Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, and provide myself a non-negotiable eight-hour sleep opportunity. I think I literally feel my brain changing and healing. And those are all things we actually discussed in our last sleep challenge. So we read... Uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker as our book for it. Um, I talked about sleep trackers and the Aura Ring. I have one, and that's what I use. Um, And we both, just like we just mentioned, uh, have a non-negotiable eight-hour sleep window. That's right. So Katie says, I agree. Since I started prioritizing my sleep, I can also feel my brain, mind, and body healing, in addition to the migraine, miracle diet, quitting meds, etc. And then Shannon says, Eating dinner early finished three to four hours before bed, and sleeping uninterrupted each night were huge factors in my migraine success story, in addition to diet, of course. Have been Whole Foods Keto for over three years and can't imagine going back. Thanks for the great program and inspiration. That's great. Okay, and now we are going to share a weekly win with you. So this is something we recently added or started doing with our uh, members in Migra Neverland where we have a thread where people share their weekly wins. And the idea being to sort of cultivate an awareness for every little win that people make along the, along the way to migraine freedom. Um, because we know that, you know, we all want to get to that final destination, but it's really the combination of many, many, many small wins that um, get us there. And if we just focus on the big goal, it can sometimes make us lose sight of all those victories, which can ultimately, you know, sap our motivation and make us less likely to reach those big goals. So uh, this has been really fun. We've had a lot of great wins already that have been shared with us. This one comes from Tara or Tara. Uh, It says, I have always wanted to do something about what I call my ibuprofen addiction slash constant headache issue, but didn't know how. Ironically, COVID quarantine provided me the perfect opportunity to finally tackle this. After an 11-day miserable headache, I found the migraine miracle on my Kindle. I immediately jumped into the dietary changes. After further reading and research, I realized that I needed to completely stop my ibuprofen use. I went cold turkey on May 11th. It was miserable for about two to three days, and then everything cleared. Not instantly, but I was absolutely floored that I could have a headache, 
not take anything, and it would go away on its own. I had never allowed my body to deal with this without intervention. May was a month where I muddled through. I still had headaches, but they would actually go away after a couple of hours. June brought even better days. Not 100% headache-free, but much better. I know we aren't far into July, but I'm doing even better. I had a headache Tuesday morning when I woke up, but had my salt water, stretched, went on a run, and I was fine. No headache the rest of the day. I even did a bunch of yard work in hot California temperatures, unheard of for me. I haven't had an ibuprofen since May 11th. I've lost 12 pounds. I don't get my crazy hanger shakes because of my up and down blood sugar. I'm not perfect. My headaches aren't 100% gone, but the quality of my life is so much better. I told my husband the other day that I'm sad about all the things I didn't do because I had a headache or was worried I would get a headache. I've learned I can start the day with a headache and still be a normal person and do normal things because it actually goes away. I never knew that was possible before. That's great. I'm so appreciative to her for sharing that. Yeah, so there's so many great things in that story, uh, most of which probably speak for themselves and reinforce a lot of things we've been talking about That's before. Right. And if you remember, the first mistake was hoping for a quick fix, right? Right. And yes. here she's celebrating the gradual but continual progress, That's right? right. And, yep. and had she expected an overnight success, right, she may have abandoned ship That's long right. ago. But, you know, she's continuing to reap the rewards, celebrating and recognizing the uh, continuing progress. And, it's the, and like she says, you know, my headaches aren't 100% gone, but the quality of my life is so much better. That's right. And, and it just continues to improve. Exactly. So there's, there's, even though, you know, it's not an overnight success, the continuous progress along the way is hugely motivating. That's right. We would also like to remind folks that we have our next Keto Blast Challenge coming up on August 15th. So that's coming real fast. We just wrapped up a jump start and we are now moving on to our next Keto Blast, which we do a couple of times a year. And it dovetails really nicely with your new Keto for Migraine book. And we've updated the challenge, the 30-day challenge, to uh, incorporate that book into the into the challenge. So I think it's something folks are really going to benefit from. And so we will link to that in the show notes as well. And the idea behind the Keto Blast Challenge is to kind of get, give you uh, accountability and support in implement, implementing the Keto for Migraine plan. That's right. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you enjoy this podcast, it'd be great if you left a rating and review in iTunes. And as a special bonus for our podcast listeners, if you want to um, join Migrant Everland and get a $30 discount on your first six months, just enter the discount code MOMENT uh, when you register and it will be applied. All right, that's all for this episode. Now it's time to go out and slay the beast. (laughs) 